Talk. All right, baby. Here we go. I think we're live on audio. We're live on video. This is the first time. This is episode 13. But this is this is really episode 1 cuz this is the first time that I got the piece of equipment that I needed to make this uh camera system properly work. We got we got our nice fire going on. And so this is so this is our first official episode where we don't have a crappy setup and you can actually watch the whole video. Uh, audio will be as good as ever, I guess. But uh, yeah, welcome to episode 13 of Canadian Talk. Um, I wanted to start today's episode with uh, a poem that I found that I really liked. I'll post it in writing, I think, on, on the, the Facebook as well because it takes a little bit of thinking. So I came across this poem here. Here it is. Firefly is the name of the poem. Out there in the ether, live in inhales, not exhales. Follow thoughts, so smoke signals. Fuck, of course I would fuck it up. <laughs> Follow thoughts. Oh my God, I got to restart. No, I don't got to restart. This is all written in the poem here, folks, just so you know. It could be better. Hold on. Firefly. Out there. In the ether. Live in inhales, not exhales. Follow thoughts. Smoke signals to fate. It could be better. But will it ever be? Consciousness firefly. Trying to keep everything lit for the kids. Yeah, I like that poem a lot that I that I found. So I wanted to share that with anyone who happens to listen early on because that one really, really, for some reason, it pumped me up. So everybody might feel differently about it, but yeah, I'm I'm happy to be back here. We got episode 13 of the podcast. I got so much to talk about. I've been putting this off. It's 6 a.m. in the morning. We're rocking it. Living the life as usual um but yeah we're here for episode 13 we got so much to talk about because i've been skipping weeks like crazy because i i've been building a a bathroom from scratch at at one of the properties uh running running some three inch drain line and that kind of stuff um so yeah i've been busy doing that fire is nice smoky though it's a bit windy out today uh the camera keeps jumping back and forth between night vision mode so it might do that but anyway i wanted to to just say what what was wrong with the cameras all this time is i have this camera system that uh it uh oh my god that that is literally what the hell freaking annoying i need to get a proper cover for my chimney stack so the wind doesn't completely mess up the flame yeah so my camera uh it's 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 just a video only camera and it needed a special microphone for it like a like a self-powering mic that 
plugs into a plug-in and then also plugs into the system. So I was taking some time to figure that out because I didn't think I needed it at first because I thought I could synchronize it manually, but I was just having too much trouble um, with the system. Yeah, because the system is like cameras that feeds right to a main main server or whatever that stores everything. So yeah, it needs its own mic. It needs its own mic so that I'm able to sync it with uh, the separate, the the actual voice recording system that has several mics. Because here's another thing I learned. I don't want to get too into the weeds with technical stuff because it's boring. But um, is that with a regular computer, you can't just use two sound inputs. Like you'd think, okay, it has four USB ports. You should just be able to plug into those and the computer is fucking set up to receive that shit. But it isn't. You have to, it's only set up to receive one at a time in most cases. So you have to get uh, like a physical audio mixer, which is like a thing that you plug stuff into, and then it creates a single input, and then you put it into your computer. Or you can get virtual. They call it like, virtu- like virtual audio mixers. So, And then, then you can put in several things into the USB and then create a single output. To So anyway, I figured it out. But yeah, I'm drinking Paps. Uh, for today's show because simply they had a better deal than Great Western this week but yeah thanks to Great Western for making great beer I hope to hear from you woo I like your beer Uh, alright and uh, I've got you know stuff to talk about in my in front of me in front of me so I'm trying to (laughs) I I, I, the the thing I hate the worst about the internet is like especially a video or something you're watching if it's super cringe I think I, I can handle it. I click off it right away. If I don't trust a person's confidence, like with what they're saying and stuff, I immediately kind of just go like, yeah, I don't know. If this guy's not confident in himself, why am I going to listen to what he has to say? Like maybe if it's funny, but uh, yeah. Uh, I'm just getting replies on the main podcast network here anyway. Oh, it's, Yeah. somebody is another podcaster is worried about tracking stats even though none of us get more than fucking thousand views anyway no idea why we're doing that <clears throat> maybe maybe one day podcasting will will properly properly catch on it's already catching on pretty significantly but uh it's new form of radio you know where everybody can communicate filter information so that we all get the correct information um, oh man, I'm looking at my list now, and it's my brain is lighting up. Jeez. Okay. Um, so, oh my God, I don't know if I have the I don't know if I have the energy to talk about this shit today. I got that poem out, so that's good enough. <laughs> Some of the stuff I'm about to talk about today is a little heavy. Um, where's my fucking list? I got lists. I got I got pictures just take screenshots of funny stuff when I find it a lot of the time um oh man what do we got here kind of stinky like smoke in the garage right now because of that goddamn fire just a piece of shit um so, oh god, this is uh, this might be must be what like. So I haven't done too much like comedy yet, but 
I wonder sometimes what it would feel like to to bomb, like to to be at a loss of words in front of a crowd or something like that. And I imagine it would just be the worst punishment you could ever imagine. Um, that would just be horrendous. Uh, what else? Gosh, you know, like been watching Theo Vaughn's podcast a lot. He's amazing. Uh, anybody who doesn't know that, just go check it out. It's called This Past Weekend. I love to listen to, I have all these different podcasts I listen to for different veins of, of emotion. He's definitely the, uh, the, uh, the introspective and goofy, uh, stand-up comic out there. He, he really is funny when he analyzes things and, uh, he seems to never draw a blank. He seems to always have something so new to say. So yeah, go check out his podcast this past weekend if you want to see somebody who's better than me at this. But uh, I do appreciate you for tuning in anyway if you're listening to some of this. Um, yeah, give that poem a read. It's that, And really, there's a lot of weird words in it, so you kind of got to think about it, but that's what I like about it, I guess. Um, so what do we got? There was So there was that kid, Kyle. Okay, I don't want to get too political too quick. Okay, so there's the kid, Kyle. Uh, watch, watch Ben Shapiro's breakdown on that. Um, the kid that that had to shoot some people and stuff. I've it's upsetting. So if you want a breakdown on that, don't listen to me. Go and see what Ben Shapiro has to say about it. He really has the full breakdown, all the video from the proper angles and everything. So that's where you should go for your source on that. But my opinion is of something that I'll I maybe will say. I don't really want to say it even right now. But you know, watch his twenty minute breakdown and then make a judgment for yourself. But the kid was just trying to protect some people and stuff. Uh, you know, you never... And then people got shot and died, which is tragic. Uh, it's interesting. Uh, one other interesting fact is that the criminal record thing. They say that the shooter was the only one without a criminal record, which is interesting. But, yeah. Watch the videos. He was being chased down and stuff. I don't know. So, uh, yeah. Um, the other thing is with my diet. My diet has been really good lately. Fucking... I've been eating so good. Like... Uh, the old the old bow and chain there has been really taking cooking seriously and it's been awesome got we we made a soup the other day that was that truly is amazing um changed changed my life there's like so there's some soups that you can make that are just amazing they combine all the flavors into like into a single flavor and it's amazing like uh the other thing i'm toying with but at least now like I'm far enough back from the camera, but at least now the audio will be synced with the video. But the other thing that I do want to, I want to zoom in the camera a little bit better. So maybe it doesn't show so much unnecessary background. I don't know. I just have it set up for a guest and I just don't really ever feel like changing it. <laughs> oh man. If anybody's looking for any other references on people to follow online too, uh, Tim Dillon is another guy I've been following most recently who has a lot of good, good thoughts and stuff. Um, pretty well articulated. Um, so what do I have here? I have, uh, oh, my diet. Yeah, so we had a soup. Bunch of stuff was in it. Man, it was amazing. You don't want to just, the soups that you come in the, the cans are good, but they really are selling selling soup short. Like, yeah, you got to try that, that soup, like soup made from scratch in that hot pot, baby. Like, oof, oof. It's like just combining all, the, it's like, it's like digesting on the outside of your body. You know, you put it into a bowl, start that, start that shit digesting on the outside of your body then your body is that's easy easy for your body take take a step out of the chain um 
so yeah, we that was good. But two whole chickens in this this soup that we made in a hot pot, freaking whole cube of cream cheese, just craziness. I, all these cool ingredients, I loved it. Um, man, what else? Uh, I I uh, poetry is quite pretentious. I hope that nobody thinks that that is too pretentious that I you know open with a poem. I just really liked it. I hate that poetry has to come off pretentious, because it's it can be it's it's nice. <laughs> Yes, I unpurposely used, unpurposely, I, I purposely used uh, the most simple adjective I could think of. Adjective? Fuck, fucking grammar. What does adjective mean again? What does adjective mean? I know what it means, like, just like noun, but, yeah, but see, yeah, adjective is like kind of more specific noun, I guess, or something like that. Yeah. Um, you know, drinking drinking some beer. I like beer. Um, fucking, I drink. I drink. I eat a lot of bread. It's weird because people say that bread is bad for you, but uh, for some reason, my body really agrees with it. It's kind of like I don't even know. It's like, isn't everything how you feel? I mean, I know that they say diet is important, but if you have a shitty diet, shouldn't you know it? Like, you should feel it, usually. I know that there's certain things that can happen to your organs that that uh, take more long-term, but uh, you should know it. It's kind of an, an internal thing that you should manage yourself. Oh, man. God, I got so many things I want to talk about. I don't have the time, too much of the time today, but this is episode one, like, official episode one with proper equipment, but episode 13, unlucky episode 13. Uh, I only have uh, like about an hour to talk today, but I do want to break into quite a few topics because there's tons here. But I, you know, I can leave them for next episode too. Where's my pen? Ah, uh, yeah, tons of good podcasts out there, people. Um, just been just been listening to them like crazy. If you want comedy, go to Two Bears One Cave, Whiskey Ginger. If you want information, go to Joe Rogan Experience. Kinda like you know, and he he's got a lot of good good opinions and sometimes expert level academics on there uh you want emotional you want introspective go check out theo vaughn uh you want stupid and gross go check out tom segura uh you can google any of these names by the way and their podcasts will come up and um that's how you find their podcasts so yeah so tom segura has a podcast where he like watches funny videos and stuff they're usually kind of gross but He's a it's just a stand-up genius, so it doesn't really matter what he's watching. That's the whole point. I would mention Chris, Chris D'Elia's podcast, Congratulations, but he is, uh, as I had mentioned in the past, but I guess I'll talk about it again now, he's kind of off the radar because they're saying that he's a fucking groomer or whatever because he's talking to six, 17 and 16-year-old girls and stuff, which is very, very fringe and very edgy. Jesus, Jesus Christ. What a rapist. Oh, it's a tough one, guys. got to make the call somewhere so we got will smith uh so i'm just going to kind of bulletproof proof through some of these things and i can talk about them more later but i just want to mention them for now so people like hear about it and this can be a, like a you know good hour where i'm just firing new funny things if you haven't seen the australian the interview with the australian named jonathan uh with donald trump that's very a very interesting interview so people say are saying that people like some of my friends and then my opinion of what i'm seeing on the internet is uh these people 
are saying that you know the Jonathan did well and 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 uh, def defamed Trump quite well and you know made him look stupid and stuff uh, when they were talking about statistics I think to do with coronavirus I'm I'm not so sure he was clearly defaming him but you know and like trying to make ask really tough questions and then kind of interrupting him and not really giving him proper respect to to answer questions but I guess maybe because he didn't want to let him go into any scripts or anything that was all prepared and ironclad and practiced. So that makes sense. You know, I'm not saying he was a, just a shitty interviewer, total defame artist or anything. But yeah, it, go watch the video. It's, I think, 25, 30 minutes. And then just, you know, uh, what's, what are some highlights? It's been, it's been a month since or so since I even watched the video. Frick, I, it's, I've been skipping podcasts every last two weeks or so. Um. Um, in the debate, in the debate, like, right? That's what it turned into. In the interview, though, um, um, <clears throat> what are some of the highlights? Like, they had stats that were appearing to be um, disagreeing with each other, and they each thought they had the right stats. And uh, they th that's the thing, is they each had points, but there just wasn't enough time to really break into everything. They were just kind of uh, barking at each other. And uh, using using like high school yard debate tactics to kind of put the other down, <clears throat> and the yeah the Australian guy was quite good at that, you know like with how yeah, but uh, so again I want to reiterate though I'm just I'm just talking about I'm not a political pundit I have got people I bring on for that which I'll also hopefully have Daniel on soon I want to talk a little bit more about Daniel again soon but he's a political pundit and those are the people you look to for that. Um, but, um, uh, yeah, the schoolyard tactics and the statistics that were appearing to contradict each other. And, um, and that, so, so that was what was going on with that video. I'm not really sure, but I never thought that we, we would interview, you know, just from a general sense. I hope some people can agree with me. I never thought that we would. Okay, so I'm not pro-Trump. I'm not pro, so I'm not pro our prime minister either. I, but I don't really believe, so just to summarize again, I think I've done this before, but. I don't really believe too much in criticizing high-ranking civil servants because they're making large sacrifices typically to do the jobs they're doing. Like, John, like Trudeau was born to do what he did. He's like a generational politician or whatever. But it is a sacrifice, you know. You put yourself in the crosshairs of the public, and you and it takes some time to reflect to imagine what that might be like. Most people who have never been in the public eye don't actually even begin to have a seed of an idea of what that might be like and the type of sacrifice it is to and how challenging it can be to be a politician. But uh, anyway, so but I'm just so what I'm doing here is I'm not being pro-Trump. I'm just being pro-leader and pro-seeing um, the tactics that, that the media are now using to defame our leaders. So that's really the, the nest of it. I hope that that makes sense. So that was why I didn't love the interview. Yeah. Um, so uh, that's 20 minutes. Uh, thanks, everybody who's listening so far. Uh, um, so I've got my Facebook page that's on there. They're all under the same name, Canadian Talk. You can Google Canadian Talk and it'll come up. Canadian Talk with Stefan Podcast. Just spell my name right with an A or else it will go on to the other guy, the NBA player, when his name is spelt with an E at the end there. And he has all kinds of stuff going on too in his own podcast. <laughs> so, um, uh, so yeah, Google, Google that. You can just Google me and you'll find my website and, and all that kind of stuff where everything is posted and there's information on 
on the business and what we're what uh, not the business but w the business of what we're doing here what I'm what I'm doing here putting words out on the wire and seeing how they settle you know trying to give information to people trying to be a filter trying to be a sieve shaker for the internet that's that's really what I'm trying to do yep 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 There's a lot of people, though. You know how it is, though. Even just for me, like with my limited perspective. Just before I get into any of these ma other major topics, with with my limited perspective, even of the public eye, it, it's tough. Oh, dang it! I forgot what I was gonna say. I lost my train of thought. Shyster. Uh. Yeah, yeah. But taking criticism from from people you don't know can be tough. Um. Oh, I was saying that I was a, I, I was liking the analogy I was coming up with that that uh, it might be a little pretentious or narcissistic, but what I'm doing here is I'm I'm being a sieve shaker. That's like a where you shake dirt and get the proper grains and they they stay in little pans. I'm I'm trying to do that a little bit for information, and uh, primarily guide people to go and talk, go and see people who do current events who are funny, and have kind kind hearts and stuff like that. Not um, not promoting any narrative or anything like that. Um, so yeah, the interview with Trump, uh, Will Smith, uh, doing his interview on his show called, his wife's show called Red Table. If you want to have a funny, another funny 10 minutes, so just go check out that video of Will Smith with the Red Table thing. I want to be talking with somebody in person, uh, like a friend, w about these topics in the future, so I, that's why I don't want to go into them too in depth, because I will want to ask, uh, guests in the future about some of these topics that are really funny. But yeah, Will Smith's wife, uh, Jada Smith, you know, cheated on him and stuff, and she has a she has a show that where where she brought him on and and was like trying to like be an apology like a, uh, she wasn't really apologizing so check it out everybody has their own opinions on it oh and if you want a really good I can't remember what episode it is but Segura and Bert Kreischer do do a breakdown of the Will Smith Red Table thing uh, on Two Bears One Cave it's pretty funny if you were to Google Tom Segura and uh, Will Smith Red Table. You could uh, find there that the the people that I follow's opinions on this, and uh, it's quite funny. They, and they have very good opinions because Tom. So just to give you a little information about this comedian, I follow Tom. He uh, his he and his wife are both comedians, and they have have a very good relationship. So he you know he's pretty good person to look up to in terms of that type of stuff. Like just just your person to person wife wife type relationships and so he comments because this is a wife type relationship problem there that this happening on red table so i i think he's a good person to look to for an opinion on that but uh yeah oh and then uh, the other thing i wanted to talk about but it really ties into the jimmy kimmel thing is and this is cancel culture man i didn't like how uh nick cannon called out so nick cannon they're saying is the, the fault of what why what's kind of ruining um um, oh, and how his name slipped my mind. The talk show host there. Hold on. Jesus Christ. Jimmy Kimmel. Uh, he did that blackface uh, skit that was, you know, on Comedy Central and all that type of stuff. And then Nick Cannon has got has put purposely for his own ratings and shit pushed him in the crosshairs of the cancel culture and everything when he doesn't doesn't deserve it. It was in the year two thousand and yeah correct i think at the time i mean chris chris rock i think okayed it or whatever a lot of the that's what the hollywood people are saying so come on and then so yeah chris to ellie uh he's um it's unfortunate i, I hope to see his uh, his comeback and and hear what's going on with what's going on with him like i hope it wasn't anything really bad 
but I'm sure he was just attracted to around 20 to 18 year old girls like every man who's ever lived or whatever. Um, and then there's even Brian Callen, the other guy that I follow, that he's having his life dismantled too because of a Me Too thing. There's a ton of it. Oh, and this leads into the other topic. Boom! Podcasting, baby. Here we go. So I've got a guy who's in a band that I know locally. I'm not going to say his name, but he's in a band that's called, um, uh, like, not One Bad Son, but uh, The Dirty South, The Dead South, something like that. And, uh, yeah, The Dead South. And uh, there's, yep, so I, I hope to maybe talk with some somebody there oh we got advertisements i wanted to play this one really good song for like two seconds i shouldn't get flagged if it's just a preview yeah like right there right there there he is you know and it's like um um it's like yeah i hope to talk about see what's going on there because there's two sides of the story to everything you know yeah so i was uh yeah so me too movements and all that's good stuff good stuff but sometimes you got to hear both sides of the story. Uh, what's the other one? I got Elon Musk written on here because I wanted to talk about how it's interesting with the stock market, how I don't think that CEOs should be allowed to do whatever they want. He does a lot of crazy shit that fucks with people's money in terms of the stock prices and stuff. I don't really think that's very ethical. I don't really know where where's the law and ethics contracts for that kind of shit, you know. Oh, man. I've been working like if anybody's ever seen Pineapple Express, uh, I've been doing some side jobs just for fun as a process servant where I bring legal documents to people. I mean, I, I, I had done delivery at one point in my life. I was a delivery man for quite a while. Uh, when I was first in college and stuff and right after high school, just for make some money for university, really. And then I did uh, engineering jobs in those summers after I started engineering. But uh, yeah, I was a delivery driver and stuff. And I've actually, I was even a delivery driver after for a little while after I graduated engineering, just because uh, of financial reasons. You know, you got to grind. But sometimes... Sometimes there's just you got to follow the money even if it's not the greatest career and then get yourself established because my opinion is I think folks need to like any young person I think needs to get get equity as soon as they can like get not equity yeah equity I guess so solid equity in the form of an asset or something really early on so that you get you buy yourself into the game like there if you've ever seen on any of those investment shows that when they say oh you can't sit at the table you don't have you know you know your your hedge fund doesn't have the, our minimum 200 million in it or or more you know three billion um whatever the limits may be so you've got to uh you really want to buy yourself into the game and owning a house is is a basic step of being an adult so anybody out like i i personally if you want to know my recommendation buy a house as soon as you can make sure that it's has rental potential that's so that's that uh that that's step one in investing and then it's complicated after that so yeah daniel he's a guy he's a political pundit that i brought on he's i've been trying to understand i i wanted to just be you know good with him early on when i first met him because i was just respectful of his internet presence and and what he's the type of work he's put into the media when i'm so fresh and stuff but i've been trying to you know not i don't like to stick my nose in things too much especially not legal stuff but i've been trying to understand what he's been going through with that a little better and um yeah, I wish him the best in all of that, but I, and uh, I'll help in any way I can. But it, I really do. So in, by that I mean when I have him on and we talk about things, things that I think that he's right about, and that other and and that sometimes he gets in trouble for. I do think I'm not going to say like every element of of me being in media. You know, he you can be agitation 
can help get people listening and stuff. So I, I'm not, and he's a, he was a comedian at one point, so he has that that good skill in knowing how to get people to listen. You know, because that's the best element of comedy. I'm learning a lot of different truths to comedy, but one of the biggest tricks is to say something outrageous and then work your way out of it. And um, and yeah, so that's really cool. Actually, that reminds me is I have a thing written here about what I what I think of a modern day comedian. Uh, I actually wrote this with a voice voice to text thing, so I'm just going to read it and it'll sound like I'm saying it, but I'm actually just reading it. Um, when I think of comedians, it's kind of complex. The way their involvement is in like society. So if you were to talk to someone about geology and people who know the most about geology, it would be people that are out there actually looking at the rocks, they're out on site. You know, these are people that we would consider geologists. Okay, and, and, and they're sociologists, right? Sometimes they're social workers. They, they, they have a degree in sociology or maybe even more masters. And then um, they become a social worker. So they meet all these people, but, and it's always on a certain end of the spectrum or whatever. I think that comedians are, are the true professors of sociology. So I'm jumping ahead here. I'm not reading now. <laughs> but uh, what was I going to say here? So I'll continue with my reading now. Um, yeah, but uh, if you're going to be a sociologist or somebody who claims to have any knowledge in macro sociology, so what I mean, is, I guess I'm speaking specifically about macro sociology, um, and and involving herd mentality and basically what we are as humans, which is a herd. We're you know we're a migratory animal, um, you know who happens to also be carnivorous, I guess, but we're similar to, you know, we got a little bit of both. Whatever, we're a fucking monkey. Um, uh, you know, our species. If you want to comment on our species as humans. You would you'd have to look to a comedian. Comedians are like, um, and also I don't want to sound too pretentious, or because uh, I know I'm, I call myself a comedian, but I so I don't want to sound like I'm boasting too much. But this is really what I admire about them. So so I want to outline it so people understand, and it can be more out there because I do see comedians as as a cliche version, like not a cliche version, but a uh, like a sacrilegious, like a you know one of those types or anti anti. Um, status quo type preacher you know where they're not the comedians are preachers they they are spreading happiness they're trying also to spread information and have people get better and and learn how to to, to sort through ideas with 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 happiness a lot of people are too emotionally tied to their ideas in, in nowadays i was talking about this with with the old ball and chain the other day again but um about how so people are emotionally tied to their ideas like you know that that okay not even to get into how the r word is cliche to say, you can't say it now but um used to be when people would talk that's how they shared information and found out if it was right now okay so this is what has happened to mess it up the internet is now the place where everything is correct there go there that's the answer so people don't value person-to-person communication it's almost immediately standoffish like, hmm, like, where do you get your information? I don't believe it. When, when, like, or they think, or just the idea of actually even discussing different ideas, they get upset that you're even talking about it with them because they have their mind so made up that they're upset about even talking about it. And um, that's not good. Like, the internet is, is right a lot, but and it's good. It's got lots of information, but people need to be able to talk. And also, people not to, need to not be so upset when they're wrong. You can't be upset when you're wrong. Like that, you should be happy when you're wrong. 
because we were talking about it in terms of asking questions like people simple questions like because I know I find it funny that when people don't know how to do simple things so like I like to some people would call it poking fun and I used to do it more when I was younger we were talking about how I would do it when I was younger and I, I it's, a, it's a guilty pleasure and stuff and you know it's it can piss people off but if you're around the right people the type of people like that are like comedians in my opinion um, it don't it won't upset them and if you're like and I also found not only just comedians but scientists too anyone who has a solid sense of self you know they can always roll with punches well and realize that life is just a process of learning and as soon as you consider yourself an expert you're an idiot so yeah so that's that's 40 minutes i want to thank everybody who's still listening thank great western and for the delicious beer pabst i don't know thank you guys too because yours is typically pabst and bohemian are are pretty good and typically good deals like cheaper than than great western sometimes even though it's made fucking in the same city uh molson canadian i've been loving too i know molson owns all these companies anyway so but i've been loving molson lately too very refreshing kind of like a a sister to kokanee in a way yeah man i love beer um <clears throat> so what else we got uh man i i guess i machine gun i was go- i said i was going to talk about poker and the poker game that i used to run but i don't really know if i want to talk about it even right now but uh yeah i don't know if i do so anyway i i was glad to share that opinion about comedians i that's how i feel i feel comedians are the true sociologists and they really do have a good a good nuanced nuanced perspective on things and it'll keep it it keeps depression at the wayside you know you don't want to have any of those depressive thoughts people people who are uh pulling levers and trying to steer you down paths comedians are not doing that they're the only path they're trying to steer you down is laughter so um yeah man i don't know i'm up here i'm just up here i'm just out here just like them though i'm just practicing talking i i think speaking is a good form of cardio exercise cardio is very good for you your voice is very important um um you know i'm just i'm just a failed i'm just a failed athlete so i'm lost just like any other person my 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 athletics was my art for a long time and uh you know it goes away uh it can it's still there but you don't uh just like a failed business or uh, if you get bored with your you know um <clears throat> the feeling that you used to have about about the sport and it can it goes away a bit some uh, at a certain point i have a lot of empathy for professional athletes i know i've talked about this before and i've given mad respect to all the professional athletes from where i'm from saskatoon saskatchewan and stuff i like to talk about them all the greats who graduated out of our city um i try to mention all of my mess up stories i mess up teams all the time but yeah all, to all you guys great respect um yeah you can feel lost after you you lose your main purpose and uh but you what you have to do is you have to just refocus change your perspective look at the positives that you can that you can utilize in your future life to hopefully find success success and happiness right that's the goal oh i got all these skits listed here i got i'm gonna so i'm gonna start doing some video skits kind of like barons uh, i think his name is josh barons or, or something barons spelt b-e-r-e-n-s he's really funny w- at doing short form skits but he also they also go kind of political sometimes with their skits as well but just really really funny uh, so i've got some skits that i'm going to start start doing in the near future here that should be pretty funny <clears throat> 
Um, yeah, lots of good stuff to talk about. I'm going to save the rest for next episode. Uh, I think that's good for today. Uh, unless I can have something come across my mind here to finish this off. I'm going to be talking with Daniel and, and some, some great guests in the future here. Uh, you know, about all kinds of things. And I'll be trying, I'm going to be trying to be more funny and a little more edgy. You know, now that I got my roots in the ground a little bit with this stuff. Um, but yeah, I'll be talking with some good people, uh, trying to make them laugh. So you'll notice that in these episodes, I'll be just trying to make them laugh, uh, but also trying to get them to t- be comfortable enough to tell their stories. Because really, y- you can never be comfortable enough uh, to tell your story unless you really are very careful, like shooting, like shooting an arrow out of a bow, you know, it, to, into somebody's personality to pop, to pop what they want to say. I was watching this, this, uh, this interview uh, with Theo Vaughn and uh, David Arquette. I was very disappointed to like to see how kind of stoned up he was, but uh, you know whatever. Maybe I'm wrong. That might be his personality, but uh, I, I I saw David in the early s- portions of the interview very interestingly fire a few warning shots, essentially saying some silly things to make sure that the interviewer, who happened to be Theo Vaughn, um, wasn't going to challenge him on any of the pillars, maybe stupidity pillars that he has. Like, like he thinks, one of, he's one of those guys that think, oh God, I'm so glad I remember this. This is a podcast, baby, you know, it, it comes out. Um, he, it was Diet Coke. He was like talking about that he thought Diet Coke was good for you. And I was like, ah, man, Theo, like, you know, it's just warning shots. He was, I, I don't like it when people are doing, like they do that, they, they're, they're noticeably, not derogatory, but they're noticeably um, uh, not antagonistic either. But when you're attacking something, like they're 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 clearly feeling something out in an expo- exploitatory fashion. They want to exploit based on what they can, the holes they can find in a person's emotional state, or what this person will allow them to do. I really don't like that. I think people should strive to just like be their best, you know, uh, not not just be the minimum or whatever they can get away with. So, anyway. Uh, yeah, already. So thanks for listening. That was That's me. That's 50 minutes. Uh, I'm going to synchronize this so the video... Watch the YouTube, because the video and the audio will actually be proper. My words will match my face. Yep, got lots of wood in here. Fire failed again. I'm getting a phone call from a private number, which is interesting. On a Sunday. Oh, and it stopped. Maybe it was... Maybe it, that was kind of funny. Maybe it was uh, a wrong number. Um, all right, so that's good for me. That's good for today. This is Canadian Talk with with me, with Stefan. Um, Saskatoon-based podcast that uh, is run out of a studio that I built myself with my own bare hands because I am not rich. Uh, so I had to do that. And I'm an engineer, so I could do that. Um, thanks everybody for listening. I'm going to probably do more poetry and stuff. I like, I'm realizing that other than just the physical body and sport, I, I appreciation that I have for that. I have an appreciation for words too. Uh, so I'm really starting to, I always have, but I want to start putting it on the forefront of, of what I can do here. So, all right, everybody, I hope I wasn't cringeworthy. I hope I was, was okay to listen to. Uh, I hope everybody has a good day. And uh, good luck in whatever you're doing. I am trailing off here, but I'm just happy to get on a podcast again. I really am. And every time I get one of these done, it it just makes me happy. Uh, Because I really do think that we all need to achieve more goals in life, and that's the cure to depression. So, 
I love you all out there. And, uh, man, I'm still looking for, you know, good intro and exit lines. I, I got a friend of mine who's working on, like, an, like a, a mix-up, a mash-up, probably, of some funny sounds. So it'll be similar to Two Bears, One Cave and Congratulations intro uh, videos and audios. So it should be really, really good. Yeah, it's getting cold. I'm getting cold. Winter's coming here where we are. So, all right, thanks for listening, uh, the fucking 10 people. And uh, I hope I hope to grow this, and I, I hope to keep being as smart as I can with, with everything I talk about so that, so that everybody can can just sit and love listening to this. Uh, I want you to watch me too because I think that, that nonverbal expressions is, and video is also a part of this, even if it's just me sitting in a room. Oh, I totally forgot the, how I was going to start. That was why I was pausing at the beginning of the podcast. I had a funny intro joke that I just thought of now, but I'm going to save it for episode 14. Oh, man, I might be blowing up the balloon too much, and then it's going to pop and be shitty. Okay, that's it. Unlucky episode 13. Peace out, everybody, even though I hate saying that. I've been burping way too much this episode, too. Sorry for all these burps, everybody out there. Yep, there's 40 minutes of entertainment for you. I hope you're driving. I hope you're loving life. I hope you're happy. Hope you uh, started your day with a shot of vodka. Whatever you do to to loosen the wheels. All right. Uh, It's okay. Just don't go overboard. But just keep on going. All right. Bye. Thanks for listening, and any questions or concerns for the show, as well as voice recordings and voice messages that you'd like us to listen to, or advertisement inquiries, please forward those along to CanadianTalkWithStefan at gmail.com. Thanks. We also have a website, stephanjackson.ca, where you can find a back catalog of all our episodes. And we're also on YouTube, where you can find the video versions.